Welcome to the Humanizing Work Show podcast, where we dig into topics large and small related to our mission, which is to help make work more fit for humans and all of us humans more capable of doing great work. You can learn more about humanizing work at humanizingwork.com. Welcome to the Humanizing Work Mailbag, where we answer questions from the Humanizing Work community. If you've got a question you've been noodling on, email us at mailbag at humanizingwork, and we'll see if we've got a good answer for you. Today's question, how do you get useful feedback? Ooh, this is a good one. Asking for feedback is tricky. You want to know how you're doing, and you know other people probably have a different perspective than you do, and it would be useful to hear their perspective. But it can be super uncomfortable for both parties involved. Like you might hear feedback that's painful, is kind of critical, or that you flat out disagree with. Now what do you do? Because you asked for it. <laughs> and the other person may want to be kind and supportive. Maybe they don't feel comfortable sharing anything that might be viewed as critical. Or there might even be a power imbalance where the other person doesn't feel safe giving you honest feedback. So what to do? This is a good one. Well, first off, we found it useful not to ask for feedback for all the reasons above. Like, what? Don't ask for feedback? Well, ask for feedback, but not as feedback. Instead, ask for advice. Advice doesn't carry the same heaviness of feedback in either direction. If somebody gives you advice that you disagree with, no problem. You don't have to take it. The other way around, we all pretty much love being asked for our advice, and it no longer has to be a criticism of the past, but it's future-focused. It can feel like an honor to be asked for advice by a powerful person rather than a risk. Feedback can feel focused on the past, and it's about describing our opinion about how things are, whereas advice feels focused on the future and is about creating more options. Feedback feels reactive, and advice feels creative. And of course, you'll still get feedback when you ask for advice, but you can get into it in a more helpful direction. In February of 2021, we had a great conversation with some friends of ours, Patrick Smith and Margot Greenlee, and they were working on a specific framework for entrepreneurs, artists, and other makers to present work in progress for feedback. And those conversations helped us to get clearer on the patterns we use when we're asking for feedback. We're excited to see where Patrick and Margot take their method and excited for the impact it can have. So thanks to Patrick and Margot for the awesome discussions around this. And through those discussions and uh, several books that their method is based on and that are very similar to other approaches we've used in the past, we did recognize that the best conversations around feedback went through six stages or steps, usually mostly in order. Now, if you're going to have a conversation where you're asking for feedback or advice, we find that this approach works really well. And... If you're on the other side of that conversation, somebody asks you for feedback, you can use these same six steps to kind of guide the conversation in a way that's gonna be super useful for both parties. Uh, now, if you're asking for the feedback, you might choose to be really explicit. Hey, I'm gonna ask you for feedback on this thing, and I'd love it if we could step through these six stages as we go through that feedback. All right, so let's talk through those six steps or six stages. The, the first one is about focus. It's important to get clear on what specifically you want from this conversation. Sometimes when we ask for feedback, what we really want is encouragement. And that's okay. But if that's the case, tell the other person that. I want to show you something I'm working on, and I'm not sure how great it is. I'm not really looking for feedback yet at this point, but any words of encouragement, anything that, that you like about this or possibilities you see, that'd be really helpful give me some energy for the work right now. It's okay to ask for that. 
Now, if you really do want feedback, you might choose to reframe it as asking for advice, because as we said before, some people are uncomfortable doing anything that feels critical, and most of us like giving advice. So once you've confirmed that you do in fact want feedback, consider where you want the person giving you feedback to focus. You can share what would be most helpful for them to focus on. Are there burning questions you have? Do you want them to give you feedback on the whole thing you're working on or a specific part of it? Um, where do you have the least clarity and you could use some help? What's the most critical problem you're trying to solve? Sharing these things first primes them to see the right things in order to be most helpful for you instead of just seeing whatever happens to come up. Okay, so that's step one, focus the feedback. All right, and step two is to actually share the thing that you want feedback on. And this step is gonna look a little bit different depending on the context. For example, if you are building a thing, if you're making something, if you are a software team that wants feedback on a product increment, if you're coming up with a cool idea, then this step really is about demonstrating it. Show the thing you're working on. Uh, if it's a piece of a thing, you might show it in a little bit of context so that the person gets an idea of how the slice you want feedback on fits into the bigger picture. If it's more like you want feedback on a behavior or a personality trait, then give the person a very specific example of how you've behaved in the past and maybe an example of a new behavior you're trying to develop and ask the other person to share specific examples that they've noticed about your behavior. Either way, it's still about sharing the actual thing that you want feedback on. I will say at this point, kind of an aside, for people who are familiar with our work, you know we like the focus conversation method. And what we're doing here is getting something to observe together. So if you're thinking about, I don't know how to get feedback on this thing, say what's observable? What's the data that we could surface? So we're both talking about the same thing. All right, so that was step two, sharing something, the object of the feedback. Step three is what we call the step of honoring the work or honoring what's good about what we're seeing. Uh, so even if you're just looking to improve on something, um, I know I really like the theory of constraints kind of approach, find the thing that's holding me back and fix it. Even then, it's really helpful to start with what's working well so far. So the person you're seeking feedback from, ask them what they found particularly valuable, unique, original, insightful, uh, whatever adjective is useful there, about the thing that you're seeking feedback on. The fourth step we call clarify. Here, we wanna give the person a chance to get clarity before they jump to suggestions or advice. You might say something like, hey, I'm interested in hearing your suggestions and advice, but first wanna make sure we're on the same page here. Is there anything I can clarify about what problem I'm trying to solve or what options I've considered or other contributing factors or the context? That way the person can ask you some questions before they jump into giving advice. Step five, get advice. Now it's time to ask for suggestions, but only if you're really ready to hear them. Now start by clarifying that you really want to hear their specific opinions, ideas, advice about what to do next. Keep your ears wide open and your mouth largely shut for this portion. If you need to, you can ask the other person to clarify what they meant by anything they shared if you don't fully understand it, but be sure you're asking for clarity and not arguing with the feedback. You don't have to agree with the feedback for it to be useful. And then the sixth and last step in this approach is to reflect back what you heard. This is your chance to reinforce what was useful about the feedback or advice that you received. 
to share what has become clearer through the process for you, any insights you gained, any actions you plan to take, etc. But don't feel pressured to commit to implementing anything, any of the advice that you heard. If you're not sure about it, just thank them for the advice and focus on the parts that were useful. Do reflect back, say, hey, that was useful for me. Here's what I'm planning on doing next with it. Even if it's just as simple, I'm going to think about that. These six steps, focus, share, honor, clarify, advise, and reflect. You can use them in a one-on-one, -on -one, a sprint review, or any number of other situations where you want some feedback or advice on what to do next. If you enjoyed this episode and want more content like this, the best thing you can do is subscribe to the podcast and rate it on your favorite podcasting platform. We'd love it if you shared the podcast with friends, family, and coworkers that you think might benefit from learning more about how to make work more fit for humans and humans more capable of doing great work. If you want help humanizing your work, you can find out about our products and services at humanizingwork.com. We spend much of our lives working, so let's make that investment meaningful for us and all of the people connected to it.